Hey everyone, this is Renee from Embodied Astrology, and your Sagittarius season horoscopes will start in just a few minutes. I wanted to let you know first about some new offerings I have. The Embodied Astrology Year Ahead reports are deep dives into the main themes for each sign in the year ahead, with suggestions for working with embodied awareness and simple daily practices that will help support you in meeting present and upcoming opportunities and challenges. If you order your 2022 Year Ahead report, you'll receive a $25 discount through the end of November. There are still a few months left in 2021, and as you know, a change in calendar year doesn't mean much more than that. Many of the themes I talked about in the 2021 reports will continue to be helpful and informative even as the year changes. These reports are now discounted by 50%. You can find them all at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online Embodied Astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the four main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, houses, and aspects, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. This offering includes the recording of a live intensive I taught in July, as well as an additional eight hours of recorded somatic and creative visualization practices that will help you explore and embody the archetypes of the zodiac signs and planets. Your purchase of the class also grants you access to an exclusive online meeting space and forum where you can ask questions, share answers, and continue to explore embodied astrology in community and with me. Your chart as a body will be available by November 30th. Pre-order now with the early bird discount and get $100 off through November 29th. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Capricorn, thanks for listening. You are tuning in to Embodied Astrology and these are the horoscopes for Sagittarius season, November 21st through December 21st, 2021. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and a consulting astrologer, and this horoscope is an offering for Capricorn Sun and Capricorn Rising. I'm going to give you an intuitive and channel download on the major themes that are coming up for me when I view your Sagittarius season charts. Please listen through the lens of your own intuition. I am just a human being, and therefore my experience is limited, as is my vocabulary. So if I use language that doesn't resonate for you, notice what you are associating to and make the meaning that is meaningful for you. Always feel free to take what works and leave the rest. I encourage folks to tune in with horoscopes for their sun and their rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section, where you can also find written transcripts of these horoscopes if you would prefer to read rather than listen. 
All right, friend. Well, we are getting into Sagittarius season, which is an important season for you. It is leading up to your birthday season if you're a Capricorn sun. And regardless, uh, if you're Capricorn rising and not a Capricorn sun, this is still a time of year when as we approach the solstice, there is an intensification of change energy. We're moving into the end of a calendar year. And certainly in your chart, this is describing a period of time when important transitions are taking place. Some things are ending, some things are beginning. Uh, beginnings and endings just go together. For one thing to begin, another thing has to end and vice versa. So what I'm feeling as I'm uh, kind of noticing the celestial movement in the Capricorn solar chart is that first of all an important period of development in your life is coming to a close or coming to a changing point. Think back to June of 2020. What did you uh, start then or what was beginning to arise for you then that was asking you to move into a new way of living your life? There may have been important changes or developments that you have been participating in in the last year and a half, almost two years now, um, that have been, I would say, like oriented around restructuring your day-to-day or evolving your day-to-day -day existence. Some of you might have shifted jobs or made transitions in your work schedule. Some of you may have been looking at all that you were holding and, and the ways that you were laboring, and this can include emotional labor and psychological labor, as well as chores and responsibilities that, um, you, that you were holding or that you were being asked to hold. And you've needed to reorient in some way how you show up for your day-to-day -day and how you feel yourself functioning in your life. And I think in this last year and a half, you've needed to let go of a certain amount of what I'm just going to say is like psychic baggage or psychic karma. And for me, this is resonating as outdated ideas about productivity and work and labor. There's a lot that's been happening in Capricorn for a long time now that has Capricorn people and all of us, because everybody has every sign in their chart, rethinking labor and rethinking productivity. And I think a lot of us are kind of in a space of seeing what this endless drive for capital consumption and uh, productivity leads to, which is overconsumption, exploitation, depletion of resources, land, bodies, etc. And more and more people are feeling done with that. And whether it has to do with the pandemic, whether it has to do with awareness and consciousness you've had your whole life, or a climate crisis, or your body breaking down, or something like that, there's a lot of reasons why you may have been feeling like how you used to orient towards work, responsibility, purpose, etc. is changing. And what wants to happen, I think, is that you want to enjoy your life, Capricorn. You want to enjoy your life. As I was just talking about a few minutes ago, 
Over the last several years, Capricorn has been really put through so many tests. And I'm going to say that this is a rite of passage that is now over a decade long, that Capricorn natives and people with important placements in Capricorn have been literally in their bodies, like needing to find some, some route through. If you think back on the last decade of your life and think back on the cumulative total of the trauma and the hardship and the pain and the struggle that you have experienced, what has, has been distilled for you in these experiences that have to do with priority for your life, for your life energy, for your life essence? And some of you are old enough um, and maybe this is for younger people too, that you're also thinking about a very Capricorn theme, which is lineage. What has been distilled for you around the purpose of your life? What is the impact that you want to have in your life as a total piece of art? You know, what, what's the sculpture you're going to leave here for future generations? My sense is, is that the Capricorn psyche is shifting and that though Capricorn will always be a sign that resonates with discipline, with hard work, with commitment, with tradition, and with conservation, I feel like less and less are you orienting to those themes through the lens of capitalist patriarchy. Like, you shouldn't enjoy your life, you should suffer, you know, like hard work is going to get you into heaven, like this kind of thing. I think more and more you're recognizing that when you show up for your life here and now, when you listen to your body, when you honor uh, nature's cycles and rhythms, when you allow yourself to rest, because so much integration happens in rest, and rest is not an empty space. Just because your body might be inactive from the outside, on the inside, it's actually when we're resting that our metabolic processes get busy, that our bodies really get to work absorbing and assimilating and digesting and engaging with processes of life generation. And I feel like this is what is arising for you, that you are redefining your values, that you are restructuring your perspective. And that more and more what you want to invest in is creativity and presence and pleasure. And that you understand that when you invest in what gives you the most support to express your authentic spirit, this is what is going to be the gift of your lineage. This is actually how you can serve and support others. This is how you can show up um, and do work that is actually really impressive, right? Which is something that Capricorn wants to do. We don't need you uh, running around like a headless chicken trying to perform tricks um, and convince everybody that you know what the hell you're doing. We need you to really be in your body and to be in your power and to be connected to your authentic voice. And in order for you to be connected, you need to be as well resourced as possible. And that means that first and foremost, you need to be listening to your body and listening to your body's needs. So as we enter into Sagittarius season, it feels like these themes are really present and on the way out are old, I, I'm going to say they're ancestral and karmic and kind of like pre-programmed cultural scripts about 
who you should be. And it would be, I think, a useful exercise for you to take the first week and a half of Sagittarius season and as we move towards the new moon on December 3rd to take this period of time and make lists for yourself about beliefs that you have had about who you need to be in the world and who you need to be in order to be somebody, to exist at all, to survive, to um, warrant any kind of support or value in the world. What are your particular sets of beliefs and where did they come from? Try not to overanalyze yourself, but see if you can get a list going. See if you can start to bring it into language and, and make it conscious and explicit for yourself. Sagittarius season uh, begins in the middle of eclipse season. And this is an interesting year with eclipses. We're moving between eclipses in um, Sagittarius season and Gemini season uh, into a phase with eclipses in Scorpio and Taurus seasons. And the eclipse that we have on the 19th of November is eclipse that's bringing in the kind of energetic invitation of the next couple of years, this new series of eclipses that will take us into 2023. This is an evolutionary invitation for you to really like give yourself what you need. And I, I, I want you to get like really basic first, like what do you need to show up to your life in a way that allows you to feel resourced and present? And beyond that, what does your spirit need? What does your soul need uh, to express the creative and unique brilliance that comes through you specifically? There's only one of you on this planet. And again, we don't need you performing ideas about who you need to be. We need you to be you. We don't need you to be the best. We don't need you to be the boss. We need you to be you your best you. You know, we need you to be the boss of you, not the boss of other people, right? How do you really come into you, into your magnificence and creative, generative power? There is a total solar eclipse and a new moon on December 3rd. And the week leading up to that is a powerful week for you to be letting go of old scripts. So this is why I'm saying write a list what is on the way out? And on the way out, I really want to invite you to include life-negating ancestral influences. And so we all have the, you know, we all have these people in our past, maybe some of them are still alive, that gave us messaging about how to shut ourselves down, how to not trust our bodies, how to hate ourselves. And many of these people were giving us this information from a place of love where they were trying to survive and survive in a world that has been extremely traumatized. But if you have recognized in your own process of growth and development that these messages keep you from listening to your body, that they keep you from feeling joy, that they keep you from feeling like you're a worthwhile human being, you need to let these influences travel out. And so it may be useful at this time to do a little bit of grief work, ancestral grief work, and you can include in your ancestry the ancestry of culture, right? Like the, the land that has formed you, the ideas that have formed you. Um, a lot of us come from 
uh, ancestries that are like big worldviews. Like our parents may have been, um, you know, committed to a particular kind of faith or political idealism or something like that. So really try and, and get into the mechanism of ideology and um, belief systems that have shaped your consciousness in such a way that they have you moving against yourself. Um, that they, it's like, who are the voices inside of you that are telling you that you, you know, you're not good enough, things like that, that you deserve to be punished, right? Or that punishment is something that people deserve at all, right? Rather than like accountability or a, a process of reciprocity or something like that. Can you work to in your own self, heal some of these systems by recognizing that they're there, recognizing the fear underneath these patterns, and trying to address the places in your body where they reside. What happens in your body when you think these thoughts? What happens in your body when you imagine these people telling you what they did? Write it down. M move it on out. Let that, let that new moon and solar eclipse take out these old paradigms of personal philosophy. And then as you get into the middle of December, really start to shift your focus and orient on love, love for yourself as a form in multifold creation, creative existence. You are a body. You live in a body. Your body is your home for this lifetime. Your body is not permanent. It is a temporary home. As you feel into your body, feel into the truth of your body's nature. Try and tune in with your aches and pains. Try and tune in with your places of pleasure. Look at your body and love it. Especially look at any places in your body that you have been taught to hate and love them. Love them as an offering towards healing, towards generational and intergenerational healing. Look at the places in your body that you have been taught to hate and think about which one of your ancestors had a bot, had this particular trait. You know, if you've been taught to hate your chin, you know, who has your chin in your family? What do they bring up for you when you think of them? Give love to yourself. Give love to these relations. Give love to these parts of your body and try and address the, the self-negating influences, but fill them with love. This is an incredible time for you to be creative and to work with creative and generative energy. Um, Mid-December is a really powerful time for creative generative energy for you. I want to include um, sex and masturbation there, giving your body pleasure. I want to include dancing or singing or anything that um, brings you into physical existence and helps you feel pleasure in your cells and in your tissue. And then for sure, uh, writing, drawing, sculpting, anything that brings beauty into your eyes or expression through your body, where you can lose track of time and space, where you can absorb yourself in some way of being that feels playful, childlike, you know, in its essence, like appreciate that, nourish it, cultivate it, and let these creative offerings be uh, devoted to 
moving out the old and welcoming in the new. There is a full moon on December 18th. This is a full moon for you that highlights new opportunities for calling in abundance, uh, for working, for laboring. Remember I said that two and a half years ago, excuse me, a year and a half ago, June of 2020, um, you kind of got on some new path a little bit and it feels like you've been trying to figure out a new way of sustaining yourself in the world, of um, taking care of yourself. This could be like diet regimens and exercise or this could be jobs and how you um, engage with labor in order to to build your work or to build your um, your life in some way. This is also a part of your chart that has a lot to do with failure. And so I think I wanna give you the invitation Capricorn to get really curious about failure and um, play with it. You know, play with failure as like an ingredient to success. Like where does failure provide a lot of richness and opportunities for humor? Um, this is definitely a full moon that could bring some new beginnings or new opportunities with how you come into your day today and how you resource yourself there. So it's a great time to initiate any new self-care practices that you feel are really supportive and generative for you. It's a really good time to start a new job that feels like, especially a new job that feels like it's going to bring new kinds of abundance and opportunities into your life. It's a great time to put out intention or query for new jobs or new regimens of self-care, to reach out, to ask for assistance, to ask for guidance, etc. You might honor this full moon by mapping a vision for yourself, um, a creative vision for yourself, considering what would it look like for you to have a life of balance? So what would it look like for you to have a life where output and input really supported one another? And what would it look like for you to have a life that was generative and regenerative. The abundance that comes into your life supports you and it also flows out into community. Can you feel that in your body? Can you imagine the rippling out? Can you draw it into a map? That full moon ushers in um, a significant period for you that's gonna take you through the end of January and potentially into March of next year. This is Venus's retrograde in your sign, Venus retrograde in Capricorn. This is such a powerful opportunity for you, Capricorn, to really put to rest some ways of being, especially in relationship to others, in relationship to relationship, and especially in relationship to resources and issues of abundance, scarcity, and self-worth and any spaces where self-hatred or self-negation come up. Use this period of time to end and close out and uh, allow a process of transformation to occur with the patterns that are self-negating. Where do you engage in self-harm? Where do you engage in self-harm? 
when you hate yourself, when you don't listen to yourself, when you allow somebody else's insecurity, neuroses, power tripping, whatever, you know, their dysfunction to become your dysfunction, when do you leave yourself? right? The surest way to experience abandonment in relationship is to abandon ourselves. The surest way to experience scarcity in the world is to be uh, be stingy, you know, with with ourselves on a fundamental level. So use this period of time. Consider what resources you really need Consider how you want to care for yourself into the future. Again, consider the legacy that you are leaving. You are a future ancestor. Who do you care about that hasn't been born yet? You might never meet them. Feel how much you love them. (laughs) They are not here yet. What are you going to do now to leave the imprint of a person, of a being, of a spirit that self-realized to an extent that allowed this future being to feel the world as a more creative, generative, sustaining place where they could exist with more, um, you know what I mean? Like, what are the, what are, the, what did you need that you didn't get, right? How can you give that to yourself so that these beings in the future get to experience that without the struggle that you had? We are moving into the solstice. We are moving into Capricorn season. The solstice is on December 21st. And the couple of days that follow the solstice are really powerful days, especially for Capricorn. And so I want to say that all the themes that I've been talking about really start to magnify and condense around the transition of the solstice. Um, This is a time for you when you are going to be asked to let go of sources of support that keep you struggling and small and grasping at straws and trying to be somebody that you're not. If, If you know that you need to let go of something and you haven't been letting go of it, December is going to really ask you to do that. And that includes relationships for sure. It also includes ways of being, ways of hustling, ways of striving that that are contributing to dis-ease in your body, in your environment, in your relationships. Um, This is a period of time when some Capricorns may really need to feel some things. Now, your sign is not always a sign that has an easy time with the emotional landscape. Um, Again, the Capricorn psyche is like tough as fucking nails. And y'all are survivors. And part of what is necessary sometimes in order to survive is to put something down and not feel it. And there's a lot unearthing for you right now. And I think that a lot of Capricorns out there uh, are really needing to grieve some inner child wounds. And it it feels to me like there's something I think that anyone who walks with significant Capricorn experienced in their childhood, which is that they didn't get to be a child in some way, shape, or form. You may have had parents or caregivers who really pushed a particular kind of maturity or ideas of success or something on you or pushed other ideas on you. You couldn't be yourself. You had to perform for somebody else. You had to perform for whatever idea of what success meant to those people, to that place. And it feels to me like a lot of you are needing to unwind and really to grieve. 
and to let go of the ways that you have been promoting and perpetuating those ideals because you've been unconscious of them. Like you thought that they were yours. You didn't, you didn't see that there was another way to be. Um, so this is my sense. Some of you might really be grieving relationships. Some of you might be in places where you are really confronting scarcity and fear. I really want to invite any of you, all of you to grieve, to let yourself feel the feelings that are there and to, to let it out until you feel empty. And in that emptiness, I think there's a lot for you there. I think there's a lot of bigger picture connection with spirit, connection with your higher self, some kind of like deeper resonance with the creative power of the universe that can flow in, but it needs you to feel. It needs you to thaw. It needs you to make space. Okay, so I'm going to leave it there. I hope any or all of that is helpful and useful for you, my friend. If you want more support throughout the month, please consider becoming an extended content subscriber. Subscribing is a great way to support and sustain this work, and it also gets you access to my monthly workshops where I give you embodied somatic visualizations and practices, uh, writing and creative prompts that help you explore this energy in a more personal way in collaboration with your chart. You'll also get a lot of tools for learning about astrology and learning to read your chart. You can get more information on my subscription at embodiedastrology.com, where you can also find my 2022 year ahead report pre-orders. Those are available now. They're discounted uh, just for the rest of this month um, by $25. Those are uh, hour and a half long readings, special for your sign, where you can get an overview of the main themes for 2022 with suggestions for how to work with them. You can also find my 2021 reports there, and those are discounted now to 50% if you want to get a taste for these kinds of readings or reflect back on this year in review. Also on my website, you can find my tip jar if you want to leave a one-time financial donations. Your subscriptions and donations sustain the production of this work and the team who makes it happen. Thank you so much. The number one way to support this work is to share it. So if you find these horoscopes valuable and beneficial, please share them with your friends and networks, subscribe and leave positive ratings and reviews on your favorite listening platforms. And thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you all the best. Bye for now.